0: Act Four of A Midsummer Night's Dream. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. Act Four. Scene One. The same. Lysander, Demetrius, Helena and Hermia lying asleep. Enter Titania and Bottom, Pease Blossom, Cobweb, Moth, Mustard Seed, and other fairies attending. Oberon behind unseen.
1: Come, sit thee down upon this flowery bed, While I thy amiable cheeks do coy, And stick musk roses in thy sleek, smooth head. And kiss thy fair, large ears, my gentle joy.
2: Where's Peas Blossom? Ready. Scratch my head, Peas Blossom. Where's Monsieur Cobweb? Ready. Monsieur Cobweb, good Monsieur. Get you your weapons in your hand, and kill me a red-hipped bee on the top of a thistle. And good Monsieur. Bring me the honey-bag. Do not fret yourself too much in the action, monsieur, and good monsieur. Have a care of the honey-bag, right not. I would be loath to have you overflown with a honey-bag, Signor. Where's monsieur mustard-seed? Ready. Give me your knife, monsieur mustard-seed. Pray you, leave your courtesy, good monsieur.
0: What's your will?
2: Nothing, good monsieur, but to well, Cavalary cobweb to scratch. I must to the barbers, monsieur. For me thinks I am marvellous airy about the face. And I am such a tender ass, if my hair do but tickle me, I must scratch.
1: What? Wilt thou hear some music, my sweet love?
2: I have a reasonable good ear in music. Let's have the tongues and the bones."
1: Or say, sweet love, what thou desirest to eat.
2: Truly, a peck of provender, I could munch your good dry oats. Methinks I have a great desire to a bottle of hay. Good hay, sweet hay, hath no fellow.
1: I have a venturous fairy that shall seek the squirrel's hoard, And fetch thee new nuts.
2: "'I had rather have a handful or two of dried peas. "'But I pray you, let none of your people stir me. "'I have an exposition of sleep come upon me.'
1: "'Sleep thou, and I will wind thee in my arms. "'Fairies, be gone, and be always away.'
0: "'Exeunt fairies.'
1: "'So doth the woodbine, the sweet honeysuckle, gently entwist.' the female ivy so enrings the barky fingers of the elm oh how i love thee how i dote on thee
0: they sleep enter puck
3: welcome good robin
0: advancing
3: seest thou this sweet sight her dotage now i do begin to pity for meeting her of late behind the wood seeking sweet favors from this hateful fool i did upbraid her and fall out with her for she his hairy temples then had rounded with a coronet of fresh and fragrant flowers and that same dew which sometime on the buds was wont to swell like round and orient pearls stood now within the pretty floweret's eyes like tears that did their own disgrace bewail when i had at my pleasure taunted her and she in mild terms begged my patience I THEN DID ASK OF HER, HER CHANGELING CHILD, WHICH STRAIGHT SHE GAVE ME, AND HER FAIRY SENT TO BEAR HIM TO MY BOWER IN FAIRY-LAND. AND NOW I HAVE THE BOY, I WILL UNDO THIS HATEFUL IMPERFECTION OF HER EYES. AND, GENTLE PUCK, TAKE THIS TRANSFORMED SCALP FROM OFF THE HEAD OF THIS ATHENIAN SWAIN, THAT HE AWAKING WHEN THE OTHER DO, MAY ALL TO ATHENS BACK AGAIN REPAIR. And think no more of this night's accidents, But as the fierce vexation of a dream. But first I will release the fairy queen. Be as thou wast wont to be, See as thou wast wont to see. Dian's bud or Cupid's flower Hath such force and blessed power. Now, my Titania, wake you, my sweet queen.
1: My Oberon, what visions have I seen? Methought I was enamoured of an ass.
3: There lies your love.
1: How came these things to pass? Oh, how mine eyes do loathe his visage now.
3: Silence awhile, Robin, take off this head. Titania, music call, And strike more dead than common sleep Of all these five the sense.
1: Music, ho, music such as charmeth sleep.
0: MUSIC STILL
1: NOW WHEN THOU WAKEST WITH THINE OWN FOOL'S EYES, PEEP
3: SOUND MUSIC, COME, MY QUEEN, TAKE HANDS WITH ME, AND ROCK THE GROUND WHEREON THESE SLEEPERS BE. NOW THOU AND I ARE NEW IN AMITY, AND WILL TOMORROW MIDNIGHT solemnly DANCE IN DUKE THESEUS HOUSE TRIUMPHANTLY, AND BLESS IT TO ALL FAIR PROSPERITY. There shall the pairs of faithful lovers be, Wedded with Theseus, all in jollity.
1: Fairy King, attend and mark, I do hear the morning lark.
3: Then, my Queen, in silence sad, Trip we after the shade. We the globe can compass soon, Swifter than the wandering moon.
1: Come, my Lord, and in our flight, Tell me how it came this night, That I sleeping here was found with these mortals on the ground
0: exeunt horns winded within enter theseus hippolyta aegeus and
4: train go one of you find out the forester for now our observation is performed and since we have the varward of the day my love shall hear the music of my hounds uncouple in the western valley let them go dispatch i say and find the forester exit an attendant we will fair queen up to the mountain's top and mark the musical confusion of hounds and echo in conjunction
1: i was with hercules and cadmus once when in a wood of crete they bade the bear with hounds of sparta never did i hear such gallant chiding for besides the groves The skies, the fountains, every region near, seemed all one mutual cry. I never heard so musical a discord, such sweet thunder.
4: My hounds are bred out of the Spartan kind, so flued, so sanded, and their heads are hung with ears that sweep away the morning dew, crook-kneed and dew-lapped like Thessalian bulls, slow in pursuit but matched in mouth like bells, each under each. A cry more tunable was never holed to, nor cheered with horn, in Crete, in Sparta, nor in Thessaly. Judge what you hear. But, soft, what nymphs are these? My lord, this is my daughter here asleep, and this Lysander, this Demetrius is, this Helena, old Nidar's Helena. I wonder of their being here together." No doubt they rose up early to observe the rite of May, and hearing our intent came here in grace our solemnity. But speak, Aegeus, is not this the day that Hermia should give answer of her choice? It is, my lord. Go, bid the huntsmen wake them with their horns. Horns and shout within.
0: Lysander, Demetrius, Helena, and Hermia wake and
4: start up. "'Good-morrow, friends. St. Valentine is past. Begin these wood-birds but to couple now.' "'Pardon, my lord.' "'I pray you all stand up. I know you two are rival enemies. How comes this gentle concord in the world, that hatred is so far from jealousy, to sleep by hate, and fear no enmity?'
2: "'My lord, I shall reply amazedly, half-sleep, half-waking.' But as yet I swear I cannot truly say how I came here. But as I think, for truly would I speak, and now do I bethink me, so it is, I came with Hermia hither.
3: Our intent was to be gone from Athens, where we might, without the peril of the Athenian law. Enough, enough, my lord, you have
4: enough. I beg the law, the law upon his head they would have stolen away. They would, Demetrius, thereby to have defeated you and me, you of your wife, and me of my consent, of my consent that she should be your wife.
5: My lord, fair Helen told me of their stealth, of this their purpose hither to this wood, and I in fury hither followed them, fair Helena in fancy following me. But, my good lord, I wot not by what power but by some power it is. My love to Hermia, melted as the snow, seems to me now as the remembrance of an idol god which in my childhood I did dote upon. And all the faith, the virtue of my heart, the object, and the pleasure of mine eye, is only Helena. To her, my lord, was I betrothed ere I saw Hermia, but like in sickness did I loathe this food, but as in health, come to my natural taste. Now I do wish it, love it, long for it, and will for evermore be true to it.
4: Fair lovers, you are fortunately met. Of this discourse we more will hear anon. Aegeus, I will overbear your will, for in the temple by and by with us these couples shall eternally be knit, and for the morning now is something worn, our purposed hunting shall be set aside. Away with us to Athens, three and three, will hold a feast in great solemnity. Come, Hippolyta.
0: Exeunt, Theseus, Hippolyta, Aegeus, and Train.
5: These things seem small and undistinguishable.
2: Methinks
1: I see these things with parted eye, when everything seems double. So methinks, and I have found Demetrius like a jewel, mine own and not my own.
5: Are you sure that we are awake? It seems to me that yet we sleep, we dream. Do not you think the duke was here and bid us follow him?
1: Yea, and my father. And And
2: he did bid us follow to the temple.
5: Why, then, we are awake. Let's follow him, and by the way let us recount our dreams. Exeunt. Awaking.
2: How am I cute comes? Call me, and I will answer. My next is Most Fair Pyramus. Hey-ho! Peter Quince! Flute the bellows, Mender! Snout the tinker! Starvelin'! Cuts my life. Stolen hands and left me asleep. I have had a most rare vision. I have had a dream. Pass the wit of man and say what dream it was. <laughs> man is but an ass if you go about to expound this dream. Me thought I was... <clears throat> there is no man can tell what. Me thought I was... And me thought I had... A man is but a patched fool, if he will offer to say what me thought I had. The eye of man hath not heard, the ear of man hath not seen, man's hand is not able to taste, his tongue to conceive, nor his heart to report what my dream was. I will get Peter Quince to write a ballad of this dream. It shall be called Bottom's Dream, <laughs> because it hath no bottom. And I will sing it in the latter end of a play. Before the Duke! Peradventure, to make it the more gracious, I shall sing it at her death. Huh.
0: Exit. Scene two. Athens. Quince's house. Enter Quince, flute, snout, and starveling.
6: Have you sent to Bottom's house? Is he come home yet?
2: He cannot be heard of. Out of doubt he is transported.
6: If he come not, then the play is marred. It goes not forward, doth it? It is not possible. You have not a man in all Athens able to discharge Pyramus but he. No. He hath simply the best wit of any handicraft man in Athens. Yea, and the best person too. And he is a very paramour for a sweet voice. You must say paragon? A paramour is God bless us a thing of naught Enter snug
0: Masters, the Duke is coming from the temple, and there is two or three lords and ladies more married. If our sport had gone
5: forward, we had all been made men.
6: Oh sweet bully bottom Thus hath he lost sixpence a day during his life? He could not have escaped sixpence a day, and the duke had not given him sixpence a day for playing Pyramus. I'll be hanged. He would have deserved it. Sixpence a day in Pyramus, or nothing.
2: Enter Bottom. Where are these lads? Where are these hearts?
6: Bottom, O most courageous day, O most happy hour.
2: Masters, I am to discourse wonders, but ask me not, for if I tell you, I am no true Athenian. Oh, I will tell you everything right as it fell out.
6: Let us hear, sweet bottom
2: Not a word of me. All that I will tell you is that the Duke hath died. Get your apparel together. Good strings to your birds, new ribbons to your pumps. Meet presently at the palace. Every man look over his part, for the short and the long is. Our play is preferred. In any case, let this be have clean linen, and let not him that plays the lion pare his nails, for they shall hang out for the lion's claws. Oof. And most dear actors, eat no onions nor garlic, for we are to utter sweet breath. And I do not doubt, but the where them say it is a sweet comedy. No more words. Away, go, away.
0: Exeunt. End of Act Four of *A Midsummer Night's Dream* by William Shakespeare.